Hello and welcome. I'm Daniel. And I'm Andrew. And we're brothers. And this is The Daniel and Andrew Show. Where we give our opinions about movies and TV and really, really, really long movies that we've been watching lately. So... Andrew, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How about you? I'm doing all right. Uh, just hanging out at home. Um, another busy week for movies. Um, Barbie having another smash weekend. Um, 42%, per- 42% drop, which is a very good drop because it made $155 million last week and it made That's like insane. $95 million this week. I so. was thinking it was going to drop off like 80%. I still think uh, – I didn't think 80%. I was thinking more like a 60 70% drop because 150 to like $50 million is like an enormous drop right um but 50 billion is still good you know what i mean but i know it held pretty well um yeah um oppenheimer held well too um but yeah it's crazy busy 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 drinks uh at my place we have a barbie drink that is we can't we can't make them fast enough they're selling we're putting a little pink pink sugar rim on the top Man, well, those are selling. Barbie movies going to be the number one movie of the summer, isn't it? It's going to be Guardians, it's, right? It's, it's definitely the definitely the number. It's definitely the number one movie of the summer. Um, yeah. So you it's know, crazy. bracket brackets busted, so to speak, for us, for everybody, for anyone. I defy any human to say, "Oh yeah, I knew Barbie yeah. was going to sh- no. just blow the doors off." No way. No way. This Unless like you're talking about like meme Barbenheimer thing. Yeah, that whole thing just yeah. blew this movie up into oblivion because the movie is like yeah. not crazy good for it to sell like this, I think. I think well the thing is is the good thing is is there's two pretty strong movies coming out, and I think it's just I'm just enjoying that movies are doing well, but the only thing that sucks is that the strike is happening um, because things, you know, are going to be moved out of this year because they can't, you can't do reshoots. You can't do ADR. um, You know, Mm -hmm. you can't add things in. So it's gonna, it's going to hurt later um, and they can't capitalize on, this wave of success they're trying to do this saw patrol thing where there's a paw patrol movie and and the next saw movie comes out in september and now they're trying to like pretend like like they're gonna like like the next barbie heimer barbenheimer thing is gonna be saw patrol and i was like no it's not not the same this was totally lightning in the bottle this ain't never gonna happen again I know, just dumb people are stupid. Anyway, yeah, it's um, things are being moved out of this year. Um, Sony has um, as the first studio to blink, um, and they moved Craven um, from its. I think it was October or it September spot. One, it's gonna make diddly so. Yeah, they moved it out. Oh, actually, it was going to come out in August. 
uh, it's moving to August next year from the October this oh, year. Wow. They're, they're really pushing that. Um, and that, that'll be Labor Day next year. Um, and then Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse that was supposed to come out in March next year, which no, I didn't no, think was going to happen. Yeah. It is no longer on no! the release schedule. <laughs> yeah. You can wait so, two years for that. We could wait a long time <laughs> for that. Yeah. Who knows? Um, the sequel to Ghostbusters Afterlife has also uh, been pushed from the end of this year to uh, spring of next year. Um, there's a Karate Kid reboot that's going to get pushed um, and other little things here and there. Um, but yeah, definitely. I'm sure Sony is not the only one that's going to do that. Oh, yeah. Um, this uh, this will be a recurring news basically for us. Yeah. So we'll see. Um, you know, this... Well, we'll definitely we're definitely in flux on schedule of movies and what we, well, you know, at some point maybe we'll have to not talk about new stuff because there isn't going to be any new stuff to talk about. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, we'll have to figure it out as we go along here. Um, so speaking of things that came out that got just obliterated by those other two movies. Um, uh, Haunted Mansion came out this week. I went and saw it last night because I just wanted to see a movie. Um, and it was fine. Uh, it was um, the, the issue with it is the tone is weird um, because it's Disney. So, and it's f- like four kids, but it's like a horror and then it's like a comedy and then there's like these dramatic moments it was very all over the place and it didn't know what it wanted to do like so it's about so lakeith stanfield by the way is a great actor um he's the lead in this in in haunted mansion and he's dealing with grief the whole time um and they have like these moments, these heartfelt moments all of a sudden, just like, you know, wacky things happen. And then it's just like, and my wife is dead. But it's like, what? It just goes like, and then it's like, zing, here's a joke now. And it's like, what? It was like, just a is lot. It, is it cringy or is it just literally make no sense? I don't, I wouldn't say it was cringy. I laughed a few times i i thought it was actually pretty well made the set it was mostly practical sets like the mansion that they're in the rooms that they're in the room actually elongates like it was pretty good and i think it did a good job of it hit the nail on the head for the ride i think um it but it doesn't transcend like a pirates or something it's it is what it is you know what i mean and Honestly, the Haunted Mansion is hokey. Like, that's literally Mm. what it is. So I guess it kind of works in that respect. I think everyone did a good job. Um, Owen Wilson's just doing his Owen Wilson thing. Tiffany Hash doing her Tiffany Hash thing. Wow. Ka-chow. And then... um, you know, Danny DeVito doing his Danny DeVito thing. So, you know, 
Mm, um, and Jared Leto was a was a ghost, but he's CGI the whole time. So like you didn't even like know that it's Jared Leto. He did a good job, but it's like any you know. Um, but yeah, I thought it was fine. I would give it like a six. Um, if you if you want to just go out and see a movie and you've already seen the other movies, the other big movies that are out, I would give it a try. Um, I think it was fun seeing it with a crowd, actually getting people's reactions to it. I think if you saw it by yourself, it would be like kind of like me weird. Yeah, that makes I would sense. Say most audiences aren't going to go see this movie. When you got the other two powerhouses, who's got money to see three movies every single weekend? It's just yeah, it's either you don't got the time, you don't got the money, or you're you know super bored and you see all these movies anyways. So yeah, I would say if you have like the pass thingy that you'd like the AMC thing. You're probably seeing a movie every weekend already. That's the only way that pass is worth it. Yeah. I would also say like go on the discount day or whatever. I'm sure pretty much every theater has a discount day at this point or, or mm-hmm. maybe wait for it to be in i think there's like discount theaters too you can do that i think it was fun enough i wasn't like mad that i watched it because i think there's good stuff and um i think lakeith stanfield needs more more good stuff um he was in get out and he was in this movie called judas and the black messiah which um daniel Kalia won an oscar for that movie but lakeith stanfield was great in that movie people should watch that movie um all right. So, yeah, that's a six. Um, and I would say go ahead and check it out or just wait to watch it on Disney+. Plus. Um, it'll be like a month. It'll, pro- it'll yeah. definitely be there for Halloween. Oh, yeah. It'll be there ready for Halloween. And I think oh, yeah. it will probably do well for Halloween. Uh, yeah, it's almost like it just released. Well, it was going oh, to. And they moved it up because they moved back the Marvels. Um, the Marvels was supposed to come out this weekend. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter about those movies are doing bad anyways. But just imagine that coming out the Marvels coming out after Barbenheimer. Yeah. Here. This. yeah I would have really it crushed been, it. <laughs> yeah. Probably it would have been, it just would have been the show all over again. Uh, the show that just came out, the Disney show with uh, oh, yeah. yeah, no, like no one's talking about it. Oh yeah, Secret Invasion. I forgot that I watched it. Exactly. Now, you just brought it up, and I was like, oh yeah, I watched that. <laughs> yeah, the season finale came out, and it came out, and people talked about it for about five minutes, and then went, oh, eh, you know, um, yeah, the, I wouldn't say. So the all the the Marvel shows on Disney Plus, it's like the fourth episode leads up to a really really good fifth episode, and then the sixth episode, the finale, is always like wah wah. Um, yeah, and that's exactly what happens. I think um, I will give it a watch. That'll be the next thing I watch. Um, I've been watching Ted Lasso season mm-hmm. three. Yeah. 
I don't know. You might you might be seeing a triple triple hat trick or whatever they call it. Oh, good. It's quite good. I don't think it's as good as the first two seasons, so maybe it won't win. In my, I still think it's a great show, and I still think season three is really good. It's just not as good as the first two. I'm still, I still have the like last episode to watch. Um, so we'll see because this is the finale. It's they're not making any more seasons, so we'll see what how they end it. But uh, yeah, it's still it's still a good show this season. So I'd still say the whole series is definitely worth the watch. It is a very funny show, but also a very emotional show at the same time. Well, we'll see. Um, there's newcomers on in that Emmy conversation, like the bear. Um, so we'll see what happens. Um, so in I saw we saw a few trailers in front of um, Haunted Mansion. Um, for some reason, uh, the Haunting in Venice trailer played twice. Um, uh, it was weird. I don't must have been a mess. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's like an okay. hell if you see that um, once. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's it might be it might be a good movie. Just uh, tr- trailers are not great. Not you yeah. know. I'm just making fun um, of it. So there was um, the trailer for Migration that came out. Uh, the next movie that from Illumination. Um, you did check out that trailer. Yeah, maybe I'll play that tonight when I want to fall asleep. Oh, really? Huh? You don't you're you're not excited for the no. next Aquafina no. movie where no. she plays no, a bird? We're gonna take it there. No, why is she in every animated movie all of a sudden? I think it's funny that she plays a animated bird. She's played an animated bird at least a couple times. She played animated all kinds of animals at this point. And it's just like, I don't know. I've gotten kind of out of control with um, just having famous people play parts in animated roles just for the name, familiarity. I should go back to the good old days where, you know, like before, I feel like Aladdin kind of started it, but before Aladdin, they just were using good singers and kind of like you didn't have a name attached to them. Those are the good days. Yeah. I just like the Aquafina bird voice a universe. This is her third movie that she is a voicing a bird, which I think is funny. Um, she was in Storks, if you remember that movie. Yeah, I never finished it. And then she was late in Little Mermaid. She was the bird. Yeah. And she sings that terrible song. All right. Yeah. yeah. So th- and then my, I will say that this, I'd like, I thought this trailer was pretty good though. Um, it was, uh... I laughed. I thought it was cute. <sighs> really? Okay. Maybe you're just a grumpy guy. I guess. I don't know. I thought it looks cute and funny. Um, and I actually do like the people that are doing the voices in it. 
Yeah, who was the main guy? And I remember. Kamel. Yeah. Kamel Nagiani. He's a funny guy. It just looks really like kid oriented. Maybe it'll do well with the kids, but just looks so like basic kind of comedy for kids. And yeah, I guess maybe that works for me. Um, maybe I'm easier to please. Um, I'm not saying that's a, a bad thing at all. That there's a market for that. It's just I don't. If it doesn't like make me think at all, it's just like why am I even watching this? Yeah, I get it. I get it. If I don't want to think, I'll go like listen to music or something. You know? Just... Yeah, I totally get it. I totally get it. Um, well, what gets you to think the great escaper? Does that get you thinking? Mm. Hopefully that movie is not long. Um, oh, really? It looked pretty slow. Oh, well, yeah, but well, that's the point. But, yeah. That's going to, that's going to get you though. That's for sure. I mean, it's I definitely a tearjerker. So that looks super cute. Oh, we'll definitely check that one out. Um, like Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Uh, I don't think Michael Caine gets enough love because he's pretty awesome. So, uh, but it's coming out like later in the year, in the fall, sometime. Um. It's about a guy who was in World War II, and he's going back to the beaches of Normandy um, to like Isn't relive he his. Dad? Yeah, of course he's Austin Powers' dad. <laughs> he was in Sorry. those. Mo- he was in those movies back in the day. That's why. That's why Mike Myers had him in austin power yeah. i think i'm pretty yeah. sure he's played like a spy character before that kind of helped inspired awesome power that's why he put him in that movie as his father wasn't um, he in um the one where they have like british spies obviously not 007 but the one with that has crazy robots in the second one and the whip guy wasn't he in the original one yeah yeah, he's in Kingsman. Yeah, he's in the first okay. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he plays like a he's spy a great... guy. Yeah, he's good in yeah. that movie. Yeah. He's been in it so um, much, so we'd be here all day listening to stuff. He's he's, he's in The Dark Knight, Batman's, he's Alfred. Yeah. That was the first um, thing I thought of, but... Yeah, I, I, Austin Powers' dad is what I think of, too. He's also in Now You See Me. He's in that movie. Um, he's in. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't mention that one. No, that was summer. That's a good movie. No, no, I don't. Not. I don't care what anybody says. I like I think that you movie. Just like like magic or something. Maybe I like that's magic. I like magic, but I think I think that was a decent movie. I don't think people give credit for that movie. I, mm. you know, it's not. I don't think it's bad. Maybe it's I'll slightly above average. I also like th- heist movies. I like me too. Like how are I'll they show? The, I'll go watch Oceans 11, 12 with you right now. Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> mind those movies either. 
I, I always like a new heist movie. I'll see any heist movie. Um, I, I like movies that just end up being a heist movie. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, there was a movie recently that I watched that was like, it just ends up being a heist movie randomly. I don't remember what it was, though. It's kind of what Dungeons and Dragons kind of was a heist movie. And yeah. Like steal something. Yeah. Anyway, Michael Caine's great. I'll definitely watch that movie. Um, and now we got some trailers for some TV shows. Um, the Morning Show, third season of The Morning Show. They showed, you know, they showed that John Hamm's going to be on there and some other famous people. Um, I don't quite know what's going like what the big angle of this season is because the first two seasons had like an angle yeah. the first one was the me too and the second one was covid which is bleh but um i don't know what the yeah. angle is on this one so we'll see um i like the show though shows good yeah. the second season was fine um and then, of course, it wraps it up very nicely at the end for me. The the that that show really good at doing the end, the season finale. I don't know because like the second season, I was like, I don't know, we'll see. And then the the finale is like, oh man, the show's good. And I like, I don't <laughs> understand yeah. how they do that, but they do it really well. Uh, there's one little part. Well, it's not a little part; it's a big part, but at the end of season two that I'm like, eh, not, not my, that wouldn't have been my choice, but you know, um, so yeah, but I think it looks pretty good and it comes Um, out soon. So, I mean, I really like all the characters in that show. There's not like one when they're on screen, I'm like annoyed. Uh, the two leads, uh, uh, wiggly blonde girl and friends girl are great actresses. They work really well together. Um, and the guy who's like the boss is by far my favorite yeah. on the show. He does a great oh, he's job. Good. Yeah. 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 Billy Credit. Yeah. Good stuff. I would love good to stuff. see where the three characters end up. I would say after the season, they should probably end it. I don't. Maybe I should keep going with it. I think we'll see what this, what how this season works, Um, and then yeah, maybe Uh, I can Um, see them doing like spinoff stuff. And I've heard that they're thinking of doing spinoff stuff with Ted as well, which are both Apple TV stuff. Um, I wouldn't want to see it from either one because I don't think they'll last. So just write a good ending. Let it be done. You say you want more spinoffs like Gen V, which is the spinoff of the boys. Yeah. At first I was like, man, it's kind of goofy. I don't know if it doesn't have those people. Isn't the same people making it? Do you know? I would assume so. Um, I don't know. I Sometimes look for sure. the studio is just like, this is popular. Give it to somebody else and do a spinoff. And it doesn't do as well. But uh, by the end of the trailer, I was like, you know what? I might give that a try. But it does look like the 
craziness that the uh, original show is known for. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, I felt the I, same I think way it, before the last season where I was like, I don't know if I want to get into that. And then once I started watching, I was like, this is pretty great. So I think um, n- the creator is different um, of this show, but I think the people are involved, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Some of the writing you know, team there, then the other people are executive producers and stuff, but no, it's not, it's not the same people technically. I I don't know. We'll see. It's just a whole bunch of new characters that I got. Yeah. The new cast has got to be very like charismatic. That's the only thing. And if I have not seen any of them before. Yeah. Um, I really wasn't sold on them in the trailer but the action and stuff it looks pretty uh interesting the only person that i know in the show is uh arnold's arnold schwarzenegger's son wow and that that's just because he's somebody's kid that's the only reason i've seen him before yeah we'll see could be could be crappy who knows um, I think uh, that'll and be one I check out regardless. So I'll probably talk about it if we don't end up reviewing. Yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna wait until see what the reviews are. Um, mm-hmm. I just really hope it doesn't like I have to watch this stupid show for the boys. The I don't think that'll be the case. I certainly hope not. Um, yeah. Um, there was a trailer for Only Murders in the Building as well. The new season starts on my birthday. It's the best day of the year, August 8th. Uh, we're coming up to our birthday month here, Andrew. Very mm-hmm. exciting. Um, well, maybe we'll have to do something special for our birthday episodes. Um, so, or not. Lots, or not. <laughs> well, maybe just mine and yours can be boring. That's um, funny. I uh it looks pretty good. You got new cast members. You got Paul Rudd, you got Meryl Streep, so and then lots and lots of guest stars, I'm sure. Um I think this show is really good. Um second season wasn't as good as the first season, but still a good show. Um I know cuz I stopped halfway through it and I haven't gone back to it. Um, I literally was watching and I forgot about it. Yeah, well, I think this season looks like it's going to be surrounded about the a play that they that Oliver uh, Michael Martin Short's character is is putting on, and Steve Martin's characters in the play, and then uh, Selena Gomez is there. (laughs) Oh, yeah, and her acting is not the greatest. Yeah, so it's uh, I guess it's only murders near the building uh, because it's not, not in, in the, the building, building anymore. Yeah, so we'll see. Um, I definitely like the show, and, and I yeah. love a murder as long mystery. As it keeps the same spirit, and if they're gonna throw in a bunch of guest stars, then you know it should be good. I think a murder mystery and a heist. I'm 
either any of the anything give me i'll i'll take any of them even bad ones i i find um interesting for some reason so we'll see all right andrew we are halfway through the year um and i thought why not let's give our our top fives of the year so far because we're halfway we're not going to do a full top 10 we're going to do a top five because that's half of 10 um (laughs) so it is yeah so how do you want to do it you want to just give top fives do you want to stop from five go to one what do you think five go to one and we alternate you can go first all right my number five is spider-man across the spider-verse Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, is that on your top five for sure but it okay. is a shame that it is only number five on your list uh, all right so we'll talk about it more later i thought the movie was pretty good um i think the part the part one ness of it kind of affects it for me and i think i liked the first one more i've had lots of time to marinate on that movie mm-hmm. um and that you know i don't love the not getting the full complete story feeling that i get with and i i know it's probably it's rated very well and everyone loved it thought it was you know the greatest movie of all time but you know i it was the wasn't bad by any stretch of the imagination. I just liked yeah. other movies. I mean, it's in your top five. It's in your top five. I mean, my top five. My bad top movie. five are very like close to each other for me. They're not like it's like you know butt hair. You know, tiny little. You know, between them, most of the most of them anyway. All right, what's your number five? Um. So I'm actually at a tie right now. Um, I have. Okay. Honestly, I don't think either of these two are going to be in my final top 10. As long as there's some good stuff that comes out. The okay. Rest which of the one year. did you like more? You have to pick one. Okay. If yeah. I only have to pick one. Unless this Guardians is four and five. Of the galaxy. Okay. No, Guardians of the galaxy. Just fine. All right. Well, we can talk about that because it's not in my top five. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, um, I know you were disappointed with the movie. Yeah. Um, the only reason it's really in my top five is because I didn't really like anything else as much as that one. So it's just there were some. Honestly, if I could have come here with a top four, I would have come here with a top four. Guardians isn't in my top ten. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, it's just not fun for me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I there, but there's things that I like about that movie. The movie's good, uh, well-made movie. There's lots of movies this year that were well-made, but I don't necessarily like like an enormous fan of them. Um, so we'll see how I'm feeling. Maybe I'll change my mind on it, but I don't know. Um, so my number four uh, is Barbie. I'm a Barbie girl. Okay. Um, 
and I gave my full thoughts on that movie yeah. last yeah. week. So, yeah. you know, you can listen to that. But I thought it was a good movie. Um, and it was a movie that I had lots of time. I thought I wanted to marinate on it. Um, and I there's not a lot of it that I didn't like other than the ending, really. Um, you know, I and thinking about it more and you if you just kind of take it for what it is, I think you're going in for like a fun comedy, you know, you're not thinking about these things that much. Uh, And I think if you go in with kind of like, Oh, these things are just happening, you know, like you're, it's, they're coming from a Barbie world into the real world. Like, I don't know. I just had a good time with the movie. Um, I'm I'm glad that Ryan Gosling is getting the love that he should get because I think he was pretty underrated um, before because he's good in pretty much everything. I don't think there's anything that I've seen with Ryan Gosling that I didn't like. Yeah. Um, there's too many uh, Ryan Gosling haters out there, I guess. Like, well, like, like I said with Michael Caine, like, like Ryan Gosling. Well, first of all, he's in the Notebook, which is like the, like one of the, one of the best romantic romantic movies of, like, of our generation. Really, I think it's one of the best romantic movies ever. I would, I would rather watch the Notebook than watch Titanic. Um, so yeah. I like them both. That's a tough decision for me. I would, I would take, isn't it? It's Rachel McAdams, right? Yep. I would take Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams over Leo and Kate Winslet. I would definitely. Yeah. If we're talking couples here. Yeah. No, I just like, like, like actors. Like I like Uh, Leo. But no, I thought they were both great. I, I don't think one's better than the other. They do great performances in both movies. I will say, I think I, Titanic was probably a, you know, a harder ship to sail than The Notebook. But um, well, as far as the movie goes, I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like The Notebook movie. hits me much more than than Titanic does. Uh, I guess it's a more relatable story uh yeah than the titanic i mean not everyone was on the titanic obviously anyway he's in the notebook he's in um the nice guys with russell crowe he plays neil armstrong in first man he was i I like him in action movies he's good in um he was good in the gray man um uh, la la land he's in two great romantic movies actually um yeah he can uh for me he can do it all um i'm happy with uh barbie being my number four um what's your number four just so we're clear barbie ain't on my list i know uh, i'm not stupid my, so my number four i'm pretty sure it came out this year if it did i really hope it did yeah. because i want this to be my number four maybe I don't think I could go higher, but I did enjoy this movie. Uh, A Man Called Otto is my number Mm -hmm. four. 
yeah, the it's tough for me on that. I did put it on last year's because it like technically came out in like, yeah, but I didn't see it till this year. I'm pretty sure. No, no, we did. We talked about it on uh, the show. We talked about it in January. Uh, but it technically came out in December of last year, so I don't have it on my list. Um, because there's a couple movies like that. There's a movie called Living and A Man Called Otto, which are weirdly about similar things. Um, and they're both really, really good. And you should check out both movies. But A Man Called Otto is a very good movie. Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. Um, so, yeah, that's a good movie. Um, and I'm glad that you liked it that much. Um, yeah, it was a great movie and he really it's like he's such a good actor you forget that he's Tom Hanks he's that he's that character in the movie yeah I agree no it's a good movie good cute movie I like that movie um, I don't know if I call it cute but yeah I think the, the, the stuff with his wife is cute for me I still think that was cute uh, okay anyway What's that was my number four? So you're number that was number four. So I'm number three. My number three is John Wick chapter four. Hey, it actually made the top five. Yeah, it was it was my number one until a couple movies came out. That yeah, well, you were such a hater on it. I just knew that you were gonna like it no matter what. Even if the movie half I'm of the movie is horrible, it an eight. yeah, it's like eight, eight and a half for me. Yeah, you said eight. You're getting Barbie at like an eight point five. I'm pretty sure you gave Dungeons and is Dungeons and Dragons higher on your list. Yeah, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm glad John Wick is there. Yeah, John Wick is number three. I think the top three will be pretty strong to move around after the fact mm-hmm. um like when i put barbie in there i was like where am i gonna put it because i don't think i'm gonna put it in the top three so i was like mm, probably it's gonna be four so yeah my top three are pretty pretty cemented right now unless something comes in it really really blows me away um, um for me as well i feel like i don't think it's gonna change so we can talk about John Wick more because I'm sure it's like number one for you or something. So, um, totally. all right. Uh, what's your number three? My number three is Peter Man. All right. So, what did you like about it so much? Um, I think I'll enjoy this movie even more when the second part does come out. I do agree with you. It kind of sucks that, uh, Cause like if you you go to like Infinity War and Endgame, Infinity War definitely felt like it had an ending. Um, this one, you know, didn't, it doesn't feel like it has an ending, and it leaves you wanting more. Um, which I think is what they went for, obviously. Um, but it does hinder it and then the beginning is very kind of explainy yeah um because it's a two-parter so they're setting it up um yeah yeah now that i have had time to marinate on it it probably is more of like a nine 
uh, for an overall movie. Um, but I really, for me, it's still a 10. I still really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I think it's a good movie. I like the stuff with Gwen. The stuff with her dad is good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, for some people, it wasn't great. But uh, for me, I liked it. Um, I think, yeah, I, I, I like the smaller story. I like the first one probably more because it's just them coming to his world, not him going through the multiverse. Um, yeah. Yeah, so that's my thing. It's just, yeah, I have problems. Um, and yes, I like you said, maybe when the part two comes out, I might feel differently. But yeah, I'll say, I mean, sequels are pretty hard to do, especially when the first one was already such a smash hit. Yeah. Like basically almost like a, I don't want to say cult classic because it did better than that. But to I, come out and it still be that good, even though it wasn't, the start of it is still pretty good. I know, I know one thing. The first movie came out, made $400 million. And everyone was saying, oh, my God, it's going to make a billion gajillion dollars. Um, it's not probably not even going to double its money from the first one. It's probably going to make like $700 million. It was uh, uh, like seven, like 60 or something, I thought. Uh, maybe. It's, I mean, it's pretty close to doubling its money. Well, people are saying that it's going to triple its money. It's going to make a billion dollars or whatever. It's at 675. Yeah. So that's still really good. I know it did well, but I think the next one's going to even do better. Yeah. That's how it works. Second Mm -hmm. one does much better than the first. And then the third one, if it's good, blows the door off. Yeah, that's how it normally works. No movie does decently and then makes a billion, like makes yeah. five hundred and then makes a billion dollars. That just doesn't happen. Um, no movie has ever done that, pretty much. I mean, other than it's like, also an animated movie, so I would say it has some hurdles to jump. That's what I'm saying. I just people were disagreeing with me thinking that it was going to make like a billion dollars. Most like, it's just not uh, happened. I don't know In, that, but. You know, people I work with and stuff like that. I, I'm happy it did well. It's a very good movie. Um, just think other things are better. Um, okay. So that was your number three. Mm-hmm. My number two is dungeons and dragons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not on your list, I guess. Uh, so uh, it would probably make my top ten of the year, but it didn't yeah. make my top five. Yeah, I really liked this movie. I don't know why. Um, but it was fun and funny, and there's good action, and the I actors think you are liked good. It more because you expected absolutely nothing from this movie. Yeah. That's true. And so it didn't make very much money. Surprised. Yeah. Yeah, I but I saw it more than once. So I had time to and I had a rewatch and I don't know, the jokes land for me. The the moments hit for me. The plot is fu- good. The people are funny. The acting is good the character relationships I feel like are developed well. 
uh, the world seems fun. So, yeah. I'm, I'm I not, agree with you on some of those things. I, a lot of those things are just cliches that they've done in other things. And I know I play so many fantasy games and yeah. I've done Dungeons and Dragons. So this is kind of normal for me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe that's why I didn't enjoy it more. I did like talking to people that played Dungeons and Dragons and then they kind of like lit up when they were talking about the movie. They're like, hey, that's in the game and everything. And I, I appreciate that people act like it's like normal people. <laughs> that's not the right way to say it. Uh, <laughs> other people that are not familiar with the game had a good time. And then people that liked the game liked it even more, which makes me happy. So. Yeah. I don't know. I I feel like they took a property and then they did justice by it. It wasn't just using the name. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, I thought I thought it was a good movie. Chris Pine. Like like and like having him do well because I like Chris Pine. So. Yeah, I think that when to compare it to something else, I thought it did um, bringing a game to life better than it did Mario did my opinion okay um that is an opinion i i will say i'm sure i you it's know Mario what? in your top five it's Mario in top five no so that's what i thought and i but the thing is one is a like a board game and one's a video game i so, mean dungeons and dragons not only a board game well and then but, also yeah. mario has so much more stuff into it i feel like maria has like games and music that doesn't mean it should hurt the film it could have still been an interesting film i just say i think it's an unfair comparison that's all i'm saying um i mean they're both games i mean and you can't you cannot i i cannot disagree that i like dungeons and dragons more than mario okay all right um the different kind of movies anyway what's your number two uh my number two i think i'm gonna put john wiki at number two okay well mine's at three and yours is at two so are we gonna have the same number one we shall see probably um so john wick's number two Hmm, okay why did you uh what what made it your number two um honestly the number one and the number two are pretty interchangeable for me but you're gonna get mad at me if i didn't make up my mind and put one in a place yeah Uh, so my number one could go in the number two spot in my mind i think they're you know right there with each other um but overall I think my number one choice just had a better story to tell. And John Wick is just like, you know, my wet dream of action. So. Yuck. All right. (laughs) Uh, John Wick was really good. Um, Honestly, like the set pieces were so good. Uh, 
like the Arc de Triomphe and the stairs um, and the, the dragon's breath thing. Honestly, that dragon's breath theme makes it in the top 10 alone. Um, just awesome. Um, and that was just the, the best made John Wick movie. Like cinematically, cinematically, yeah. everything about it was better. Um, and there's a reason why people want a stunt category in the Oscars now because of John Wick, pretty much. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, very good movie. Definitely. And, and it was fun to watch it in the theater. Um, um, yeah. So, I've, um, yeah. Are you I think John we've talked Wick about and- Number three, that's a tough barrier to break, I'd say. For for something to go above John Wick for the rest of the year. You were saying your top three yeah, wasn't gonna My take. top three, yeah. Like I said, I think I think if anything will do it, it will do some it will be something in a different vein completely. Something that t- hits me emotionally in my like there's a movie about a theater camp out right now. I'm sure if I saw it and it's good, yeah. it's probably going to be in there because gotcha. that's uh, if, if there's any movie that was made for me, it's that. Um, but I haven't seen it. So, you know, um, and there's probably going to be a drama uh, like a man called Otto probably will be in there. Um, and there's other like I liked air um this movie sizu those are other good movies that are there what's your what was your what would be your sixth one i had extraction oh great okay well i'm glad you picked the one that you did um okay so my number one is mission impossible dead reckoning part one that is Is that your number one numero uno as well so Spider-Man, I felt like was like a part one and I was like, okay. And um, I think fast X did the same thing. It just like ends and just leaves you on a cliffhanger or whatever. This movie had a comp- beginning, middle and end for me. That's why as a part it's one, the, it basically just, ends the same way with a cliffhanger. But it sets up a new mission. It's not like, okay, we're just going to stop here, you know, if that makes sense. For me, that's how I felt. It could have easily kept going. I don't think it's any different from the other two. It felt like a rounded out movie for me. Um, A story was told in that in in the movie. Uh, It's my number one movie so far this year. Uh, Action was great. Uh, I really liked the train at the end. Um, I don't know. I just, there's something about that movie that I liked a lot. Um, it, I felt like it moved the whole time. The airport with the bomb and all that stuff was good. The, the driving handcuffed was funny to me when he gets in the car and he's like, sorry, I don't, they do it differently. Every time <laughs> got to figure out what I'm doing <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Uh, Haley Atwell doing a great job in that. Kind of steals the show on that uh, movie, but good stuff. Um, 
I like oh, that she stole the show, but she was a great addition. Okay, I thought she was pretty good. Really I mean, good. It's my number one movie. I'm not disagreeing with you. Uh, somehow, is made. Tom Cruise is back in the 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 conversation again, even though I felt like he just kind of he had removed himself from this that talk of big movie stars and you know because he was he had made some bad movies um and then all of a sudden it's just like he found the people that he can make good movies with again so yeah yeah um it just is what it is i mean good for him yeah i like seeing good movies from him so yeah only, yeah, AI is a little weird for me, but you know that's the only thing that hurts that so, movie. There's I know, no- I know. You think Mission Impossible Part One is better, but do you think Mission Impossible Part Two will be better than Spider Man Part Two? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. See. Because Spider Man has more setup for the next thing. You really don't know what's going to happen in part two for Mission Impossible. I was. This is the this is the conversation we've had we had with Endgame and Infinity War. Just because Infinity War is so good, does it make Infinity War and a a spectacular, fantastic, can't believe it film? It is a good movie, but just because the part two is good, that doesn't mean part one is now. 100% 100% better, if that makes sense. That is, no, that is what that means. I think it's always nice to have a good payoff. Um, and because, like, a season finale of a show doesn't always make the rest of the, if you had a crappy show, the rest of the show doesn't mean the show as a whole is phenomenal. You know what I mean? So it's not, you, you can't just base it just on things um i don't i don't know um but yes i think very possible that the part two of spider-verse could be better Mm -hmm. than part two of mission impossible we'll see um also i think part two spider-verse will not be the end of spider-verse stuff i think but, I don't think it'll be the end either, but hopefully it is an end to, you know, what we have started. But they're saying Mission Impossible is the end, the last one they're doing. So, like, that's, that's the what end. they say. That's what they say. But we'll see. Well, I don't know. It's not making not making that much money. So, because of Barbenheimer. So, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, oh well. I mean, I would I would assume that. Part two is for sure going to be in the can. We're getting that movie. Maybe yeah. not after that. Yeah. They filmed. They filmed most of it. Yeah. Um, at like back to back. So. Um. They obviously have a direction they're going in. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Um. So, yeah, that's our top fives. For the year so far, we agreed on two Most of, them. of them. Most of them. Well, maybe not like three of them. John Wick, John Wick, Spider Man. Yeah, mm, yours was number five. Yeah. Spider Man was your number five. Yeah. I we had, didn't agree on. I had Barbie and Dungeons Barbie, and Dragons, yeah. and you had a man called Otto. 
which I would probably be in my top five if I counted that into this year. And then, yeah, Guardians, um, which is not in my top five. Um, All right, cool. Um, I think Guardians was like the first time I've ever like given a higher score than you. Oh yeah, well yeah. <laughs> I almost always am like a point below you or two points below you. I'm almost never ahead of you. Ah, uh, yeah. The only thing I'd say maybe like John Wick and Spider Man. Yeah, I, I think... will say I'm a little biased on those ones. Well, you're biased with action ever, always and forever. Um, you had yeah. you said extraction. Too. You thought about extraction too. Like, oh god. Yeah, well, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't think either of those films by the end of the year will even be in my top ten. I just extraction you know two is probably not even in my top half of the movies I've seen so far this year. I've seen thirty three movies so hey, far this you year. You see a lot more movies than me, man. I think you've seen quite a few movies and I think you could find a couple better that are better than Extraction 2. You're just a poop about certain things. You think that Dungeons and Dragons is worse than Extraction 2 is freaking insane. Extraction Mm. 2's plot is completely worthless. It doesn't even matter. Oh my God. All right. Whatever. Weird, weirdo. All right, I let's don't talk. Remember what I gave Dungeons and Dragons? It's interesting. We did a top five, um, and uh, the movie that uh, we're talking about today uh, wasn't in the conversation at all. So that gives me some hope. Today mm. we're talking about Oppenheimer, directed by Christopher Nolan. Um, it uh, made a bajillion gajillion dollars so far. Uh, let's see if it makes a bajillion gajillion to make it into the top five of the summer. Uh, top five of the year, maybe. Because um, not a lot of movies have been blowing the doors off this year. Um, what would you think of this movie overall? Um, this is a tough one because it's such a... There's so much film in this, right? Uh, Three-hour movie. Um, People who don't like long movies are going to, you know, be looking at their watch. Um, I am okay with long movies. I need a justification why this movie needs to be the length that it is. What's a movie like that's long? That's like two hours and 50 minutes. I guess John Wick was pretty long. John Wick, Mission Impossible is two hours and 45 minutes. And I did not feel the length on Mission Impossible because it blew by. Mm -hmm. This movie is a lot of talking in rooms, dudes talking to each other for 15 Mm -hmm. minutes. Um, There's scenes that are completely unnecessary for me. So the plot, um, there's full characters that didn't need to be in the movie. I think this movie's an hour too long. Um, it's because I'm look. I'm thinking about his. I went through his filmography and I looked at his earlier movies that were like like two hours long, and I was like, because they're so they're tight and they're good. Um, they don't need to be that long. It does not need to be three hours long. I think you could have told his story. 
in two hours or yeah. two two and a half. Um, I hear what you're saying. I hear um, what you're saying. Mission Impossible was two hours forty five minutes. Um, uh, what else? Spider Man was really long. Spider Man that long? It's like it's two like hours long. and twenty minutes. Yeah, that's not that's, long. It's pretty decent size movie. I, don't know. I will never complain about a three hour movie. I love to like avatar i love to deep dive into any kind of lore anyone that goes through the time to make that long of a movie i'll listen i do hear you that there definitely could have been things that could have been cut to make this you know cleaner and not so long but it's obvious that uh he wanted to make it this long he wanted to tell every little minute detail and he's just not every director is going to get away with something like that. He's one of the few that can get away with it and be successful with it. Um, I don't know. I, I probably would have liked it a shorter movie, but I can't say it was like bad because of it though. It in the middle I was, I I texted you in the middle of the movie and I said I want I want I I don't want to be here like I don't want to be here anymore, mm-hmm. uh, and you told me too bad or whatever uh, or yeah so deal with it deal with it. Um, I will say that I just I didn't really need his backstory. Um, Oppenheimer's backstory that much wasn't. So Super important. I, agree. I think that was the weakest part of the film was the beginning. Well, um, I, so the the things that I liked about it, they showed like how a genius's mind's working, how they're thinking about things, and like they're showing how his mind worked, and you know how he kept him up at night and stuff like that. They do that pretty much any genius, though. You know, we watched it in the bear. There's a scene where she's like thinking about cooking and she has to write down her idea like i think that's a thing that any genius in whatever they're doing there you have that you see how their mind works Um, i liked how they showed how his mind worked but i didn't need all of that in the movie um i didn't need like his whole life um i was i like the movie is called Oppenheimer. He, yeah, but where it, the movie doesn't end after he makes the bomb, which is his greatest accomplishment. The movie ends at the end of his life. We, well, we don't watch him die or anything, but we. I mean, the, he's the, really. Old. I'm sorry, but the part that's important is the bomb. Just I human, agree with you, but the, the point he's trying to give you his life story. It's almost like a documentary, this movie. I know. And who doesn't love a three hour documentary, you know? Um, Apparently a lot of people do. People just seeing this movie because it's about the atomic bomb. People like Christopher Nolan. Uh I think if he made a three hour movie about something else, it wouldn't do as well. Uh, just how it is. Um, I don't know about that. 
and the Barbenheimer thing really, really helped it. I think it really helped Oppenheimer. I think Barbie did well, and it definitely helped Oppenheimer up more. That I think yeah. it helped Oppenheimer more than it helped Barbie. I don't think. I think it helped it equally. Okay. You cannot I, have I one without that. the other. Well, you, you can, but, you know. Anyway. You can, um, but you can't have that up the Barbenheimer or whatever the heck it's called. You cannot have oh, well, that. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we can talk about the actors here. I liked the three guys that I liked. Uh, what's his name? How do you say his name? Killian Murphy? Cillian Murphy? Whatever. Uh, that guy. Oppenheimer. Killian Murphy, Robert Downey Jr., Matt Damon. Uh, all do really good job. Um, Matt Damon gets to do... Uh, Matt Damon has had a, quite a year for me. Uh, he's in this and he's an heir. And he's f- like a funny character in both. Um, you're you're going to say you disliked the wife. But all right, no. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna talk. I'm gonna talk about the female <laughs> characters as a clump. Okay. We'll get to the female characters in this movie. Um, so all three I liked a lot. Robert Downey Jr. doing something I think mm, not completely different than he's done before because I've seen other movies that he's done other than Iron Man. Um, so fair enough. Fair enough. But he is a good actor. It's just any way you slice it. Um, I think I think some of this movie was a little dramatic in in their delivery of of several people's delivery in this movie. Um, but um, I think uh, Killian Murphy, Cillian Murphy, does a lot of. He's in most of this movie. Um, it's called Oppenheimer. He plays Oppenheimer. So, you know, mm-hmm. he's in a lot of this movie. There's very little without him in it. Oh, Josh Hardnett does a good job. Um, and um, I think he has to play from like college age to like an old man. Well, not an old man, but older. Yeah, he yeah. plays an old man at the end. Um, yeah. But yeah, so he does a very good job. Um but I think if you watch Pinky Blinders or whatever, you know he's a good actor, right? Um, I just yeah. think none of just because someone acts good in something else doesn't detract from them acting good in this film. That's true. I think they're these are good actors and they're doing a good job being yeah. good. They, they <laughs> um, live up to the name. I would say that is what the strength of this movie is. The acting is the character work uh, and, and some of the, the, the plot beats. Uh, so we'll talk about the female. I want to talk about the female characters. The female characters are there. Um, Florence Pugh's character is not necessary to this movie for me. Um, it this That's movie the first lady, right? That yeah, is Florence Pugh is the blonde lady. It's not Emily Blunt. The her, the his not story, his wife, his wife, but his first or, lover, you would say. Yes, not necessary to the movie. This movie is rated R because of 
that scene. Certain scenes that surround uh, um, a topic that lots of people don't like to talk about. And then nudity. Those are the reasons why it's rated R. She did not need, they had a sex scene. She did not need to be naked. Like she could have worn a shirt or something. Mm. Or, you know, a night dress or Or something. Shot it at a different angle or something. She did not need to be naked. This movie did not need to be rated R. Um, I think it's unnecessary and it's kind of annoying. Um, Yeah, I I will say. I I would have disagreed with you, but then they even do it like when he's in the court, the small courtroom. It wasn't a courtroom, but I know what you're talking about. I I would agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like. I just I don't think even her character was really necessary for me. Um. It, I mean, the character's there because he is being accused of being a communist, and that was like one of the biggest links of him being one. Yeah, but I think you could have inferred that they were having an affair. They didn't need to have that in it. Um, and I think we're kind of going in a spoiler. I keep wanting to mention stuff. Um, you know what I mean? I feel like there's things that you can infer about you. It's. Uh, I agree with you. They didn't need to show it. I think he's a better director than, than we need. I think if everyone, everyone says to this is guys, the best director of our time or whatever, I think you could weave these things in, in a way that you don't have to just show her tits you know and there's just like it's just unnecessary for me and i feel like the female characters really don't have anything to do other than oh i had an affair with her or i cheated on my wife i'm kind of a sucky person um it's like i think the emily blunt's character had a much bigger role so i would just and i also think i also think she had not much to do until she was like she was just like She's like whining, 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 naggy. Oh my gosh. And it's and it's almost like to make the female character like, oh gosh, stop complaining about him cheating on you. Gosh, so annoying. And then she like doesn't turn on him. That's how it felt to me. Um and and yeah, and and then it being Emily Blunt doesn't help me. Um, but she does I felt like she was the only one. Near the middle-ish to end, she was, like, telling him, you know, nut up, you need to, you know, take control, own up to the things you've done sort of thing. And he and she ended up kind of being a rock for him by the end. But yeah. at the beginning, she was very lost and had to find herself and was drinking and whatnot. So, yeah. And... I don't know. I, I just never felt, thought she came across an, like annoying go away or, or anything like that. For I me, she that. did. For me, she did. Not until like the last 45 minutes did I not feel that way about her. Um, so that's that's two hours and 15 minutes. Um, well, like for the first like 45 minutes, she's not even in it. She's there. She's behind him sitting. She's sitting on a couch during the whole 
those yeah, whole scenes. Yeah, she's there. She, yeah, but she's not talking yet until she comes into the story because they go from the beginning of his life to the end. There is so many random people in this movie. Um, oh, yeah. Characters Sky that come high in. guy. So we got <laughs> we have Josh from Drake yeah. Josh. He's in it. Mm-hmm. The guy from Sky High. And also mm-hmm. Roderick, the guy who played Roderick in Diary of Wimpy Kid, the older brother. That guy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, why? I was like, did he love, you know, Nickelodeon and, and Disney, I guess, uh, from from our time, I guess. He's like, yeah, these are the big guys I want. Um, and that, for me, for an adult, for an older guy, probably doesn't take you out of the movie. For me, it takes me out of the movie. <laughs> it's like, why are all these guys in here? Uh, Casey Affleck is in there. Um, I thought Casey Affleck was... Um, like canceled like there's a lot of terrible allegations against him casey affleck's the one where where he's a he plays a bad guy that um does some things that are bad for people oh yeah yeah. so it's the one scene the character is unnerving and stuff but i think it's unnerving because it's casey affleck (laughs) for me none of the casting bothered me because i i do i did recognize them but it did not bother me yeah there's just like a lot of faint like kenneth branagh's in this movie but there's just like it's just like oh they're like here i am and then i'm gone or maybe i'm back for a scene later or something but i was like why did you need that to be like a famous person i mean i don't think he was trying to go for famous people or something with those characters. Cat, they want to be cast in the movie, and they're they have to be fulfilled by someone, and they got the part. I, I think that's all it is. To me, it felt like it, to me it felt like stunt casting. Maybe it is, or maybe it wasn't supposed to be that, but that's what it felt like. Um, I'm not talking about like josh or whatever but like some you know like a casey affleck and random you know there's other there's other famous people uh gary oldman plays truman as mm-hmm. like okay and then he's there and then he's not um yeah um for me overall this uh is a it's a it's a six and a half for me um because about two hours of this movie, I was like, all right, where are we getting to? You know, uh, and then, you know, the bombs goes off and everything. And then then we get into the really interesting stuff. But it just takes too long mm-hmm. for it to get there for me. But the finale brings this up, this movie up significantly for me. Um, what, what about you? Um, I'm kind of in the same boat I liked. The second act to the end, I would say the bomb part is the second act. Yeah. Um, it was all very interesting, and he does a really good job of making tense moments feel tense, and then uncomfortable moments being uncomfortable, and, you know, success moments being successful, essentially. He just he, He's really good at setting the tone of the movie even though the movie is quite long so it's kind of like uh 
intense roller coaster or something of like because of like every single second there's like a loop where he's gonna like put some sound effect that's loud as crap in the middle of a conversation to purposely you know kind of make you uncomfortable because it's an uncomfortable scene yeah he does that on purpose um yeah i know which i think is good it really does make me more invested in the film i say if you watch this movie like on a tv and you're not being like jolted by that and stuff it wouldn't have the, exactly the same effect um to set kind of the tone of the movie um and i still have to give credit for that i enjoyed that i think it I figured I was not going to be interested in the character at all because I just don't care. I don't even care about history at all. So <laughs> um, I was interested to see where the character went. I will say the beginning was by far the weakest part for me, but it's kind of setting stuff up and whatnot. But I do agree with most of the points you said. Um I still think I enjoyed this movie more than you. I think I'm sitting at an eight on the film. Um, I think it was a very well put together movie. Um, And it's just attracting those two points uh, from the beginning for me. And like you said, the, the, that woman scene, I'm forgetting her name. Cause I liked his wife, but I didn't like the other girl. I'm blanking on her name. If you could repeat it, Florence Pugh does a good job. It just, I just don't think she her... does a good job with what she had. Yeah, and she's sure. not but, in it very much. I, yeah, but I agree with you that that scene wasn't necessary. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think that's all I have to say without going into spoilers. Okay, so you're at an eight. I'm in a six and a half. Um, so we're gonna get into spoilers here. Um, I don't have a have a ton for the spoilers, um, mm-hmm. but I because I think I could talk most about it overall without any spoilers. But um, yeah, well, we're going into spoilers now. Good morning. Um. Okay, so well, let's talk about Florence Pugh because we were talking about Florence Pugh. Yeah, so she uh, dies, commits suicide. Um, that yeah, we don't. It's kind of left open ended. I'm pretty sure she killed herself, is what I was thinking. Yeah, that's what the the it suggests. Um. Um. Yeah, I just. She just kind of comes in. She comes in and out a couple times. Um, I just, I know it, 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 it hinges on his mind and stuff like that. But I just don't think that the character was necessary uh, for me. Um, I don't think the character could have get like taken out of the movie entirely. But I will say, you don't need the you know, gratuitous, like, um, scene. Cause they not only show them doing it at home and then they go back to the courtroom 
And then Emily Blunt's character was like looking at him, but the she's like on top of him. That was like too much. Like we get it. Um, yeah, it was. I don't know. I felt plus like plus they show her being upset, and she already knew about it. But yeah, there's plenty of there's plenty of things where, and, and I and I point this out when. It, and other movies do it too when they they go this is the like this is what the message is like i i i understand what's going on i understand what they're feeling um and but he does other things in this movie and he does it subtly so it's weird that some things he's i, I just felt like it was ex, exploitative um for me um, yeah, I, I feel like it's something they do in TV shows a lot where they like re- are required to have like a topless nude scene for some reason. I would say that, but, but like in a TV show that is considered like schlocky and stuff, but in this, it's going to be considered like, Oh yeah, this, you know, he's, you know, pushing the boundaries with uh you know, yeah. film, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's just annoying uh, for me. I don't think I, it added anything. I agree. It doesn't add anything for me. Um, so I don't think they should have taken the character out though. Just those scenes in particular. Yeah. I liked the, um, yeah. And the Emily Blunt, the, that scene where she backs up her husband is very good. Um, that is the thing the Emily Blunt character. Yeah, I, I like. also like at the very end where she doesn't shake the dude's hand. Because she's like too proud. Yeah, it's at the very, very end of the movie. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. Like, she's basically like spitting in his face, but not actually spitting in his yeah, face. No, I like that. I yeah. yeah, I think yeah. I just feel like half of her character for me was not that interesting for me. So, um, yeah, um, so they're weaving these threads throughout the movie. And I was like, why so much? I like boring. And then the weaving obviously comes to something at the end. And that's what Christopher Nolan does. Well, it's just, yeah. yeah, The payoff is always pretty good. I think he, this, I would say this is closer to me for, to like uh, like an interstellar because there's like it's really long that's a long movie and there's a lot of weaving and then you gotta pay off right mm-hmm. i like interstellar but in the, in this movie i feel like the rest of the stuff in interstellar was interesting for me and i'm okay with it and i'm i'm fine with the rest of it this one i wasn't as interested i wasn't interested enough in the rest of the stuff um so this turn on oppenheimer um was interesting and then there or like you know that the reveal that it was all orchestrated by robert downey jr's character was all good and then you get you get all these people to come and be at the board meeting to talk about you know can Oppenheimer be cleared or whatever? Um, yeah, I like that. And it was like, you see who betrays him and who doesn't. Yeah. And then right. they get that scene at the end where Einstein basically knew what was all going to happen. You'll see. He was like, they're going to, he basically tells them exactly what's going to happen. You're going to find out who your like true friends are. Basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
but and and Robert Downey Jr.'s character is so consumed he thinks that their Oppenheimer's turning people against him and that and it started with his conversation with Einstein and but the conversation with Einstein had nothing to do with him. Nothing to do with him. Yeah. Nothing to do with much, honestly. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I liked, I liked the stuff like that. It's just, it took like two hours to get to that. a long time to get there. Um, yeah, I got, I just got tired of watching people in, in rooms talking to each other. There's great stuff in here. Um, but yeah, it's just, too much for me i he's i i agree with you i just don't think i it brings down the film to a six for me i still think this is much more above it's at a six and a half i think it was lower i think if the ending wasn't so good it would be lower even lower than that i i just I'm glad that there's a good payoff. If there was, if the, if it was just that, and it was just like, okay, here's the story, Not the a end, good payoff. yeah, then I would be even worse. Um, yeah, I just think I don't even feel like I have a short attention span. I feel like I can, I, I like slow burn things. So I don't know. I thought this uh, movie was well made. Um, yeah, I would say anybody, some things are just not made for some people. I think last week and this week, some things are just not made for everybody and not, you're not going to like everything. Um, I think this movie, the Barbenheimer thing, at least both of these movies, you can watch them and people can have a wildly different, um, opinion about the movies. And I think, um, they're both worth a watch just to see just for you to formulate your own opinion about them. And I think they're both well-made. Um, so yeah. Um, you got well, anything else? You mentioned interstellar. I'd say like this movie's like in the realm of like a Lord of the Rings type movie. It's very long and a slow burn. Well, I don't like Lord of the Rings, so yeah, I know, I know. It's so, okay, I'm you, fine with that. It's if you you have to enjoy that. Like I really like Interstellar. It's three movies, but it's also by the way. Sci-fi. Yeah, I know it's three movies. Um, I even watched the Hobbit once, and I thought those were decent as well. That was that was three movies too. Yeah. I so kind of felt I like enjoy... I watched three movies in this movie. I felt like one season of Game of Thrones in it compressed into three hours. So yes. many characters. Like for Interstellar for me is like a nine or a ten movie. I also like sci-fi and I liked the journey that they go on before they get to the thing. It's just the first part of the movie that wasn't that great for me. Anyways, we'll wrap it up there. I think Interstellar um, is like an eight. Well, that's good. I think it's a pretty good movie. Um, I think, yeah, my favorite Christopher Nolan is still The Prestige. Because um, I feel like yeah. that had a, a, a big, big thing to cover and it was interesting and it was two hours. So... Yeah. Yeah, so he, I would he say he probably could have made that one longer. Though. 
Sure. He, he could have, and I'm glad he didn't. Yeah, maybe there would have been, you know, they need to have, have somebody to be topless for no reason. Maybe if they had made that movie longer, that movie would be bigger today than it was. It was just that it came out <laughs> It came out between Batman movies, you know. That's, uh, and those movies just did so freaking well, you know. it's It's... I think if he had made the prestige today, it would be a completely different story. I got you. Um, All right. Well, we'll see you guys on the next one. See you later.